Hello, my name's Gregory Wilker. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Live with Greg. Today is November 17th, 2019, and last night I learned that my podcast had way exceeded the resources I have to keep it alive as a video podcast. So I am actively working to move it to an audio podcast. The video is still available on my website, gregorywoker.com, and I hope you enjoy this episode of Live with Greg. Thanks for your support. Second to the last episode of season one with the healer. Hi, how you doing? Great to be here. And we're playing uh, dueling talk shows with Live with Greg. And welcome to Live with Mike. <laughs> I got to say, I'm a big fan of the show Live with Greg. It's really good. In fact, I I have to admit, it's easy to say I'm your biggest fan. Really? Yes, I am. At six foot eight, two hundred thirty-five pounds, and growing. Free Palestine! So, what we're going to talk about today is how to save Israel from itself. Oh my God, that's impossible. All right, let's Okay, it, so because, you know, what's, what I see here is I see a lot of, uh, I see a lot of death, destruction, 66 years of oppression of the Palestinian people, um, and a lot, of, a lot of quietness from American Jewish population, a lot of, eh, oy vey, that doesn't mean, you know, well, here's what I got to say today. Here's my theory. Because I had a feeling this might come up. <laughs> See, first episode of Live with Mike, but he already knows I'm a hard-hitting. You know, you got a nice, nice little fruit-fruit little show here, you know, children and all that. Yeah. Live with Mike is going to give you the stories. Go ahead, talk. Uh, so, um, I think a lot of the finances that are financing Israel from America are coming from Holocaust survivors still or children of Holocaust survivors. So it's still a very prominent history. So it's like Holocaust reenactment? Yeah, only <laughs> we're on the winning side this time. <laughs> Apparently that's what it is. But the extras aren't really being treated very nicely in this situation. No, no, in fact, I didn't think they lost their contracts. Yes, so there's a plan going on right now, actually, to encircle Israel and to cut off the supply of water and food and control their movements. Um, just exactly what they're doing to the Palestinians. What do you think about that? I think it was tried, failed. Maybe a different plan would be wise, but if you want to try it again, go for it. Okay, so obviously we know what's going on here. I'm pro-Palestine. I am pro-freedom and I am against the occupation. And 66 years ago in 1948, the state of Israel was created. Um, I believe the Holocaust was a horrible thing. One of the possibly the most horrible thing of the 20th century. The second worst thing was the creation of Israel. A, a, a people who were put into a land and displaced the people who lived there. That's not necessarily true. See, Jewish people have lived there for a long time. In harmony way, with no, their Arab neighbors, but right, not the Zionists. Right, now here's what, that's exactly it. And that's part of the problem, I think, globally is I think fundamentally people want to live together and respect each other and be happy. But you get some people in power or some minorities with really loud voices or really big guns and they create a you lot of You mean like the, the Jewish terrorists? 
the, the Stern Gang and uh, the Jewish terrorists, the Haggadah, who created Israel during their strikes against the British occupied, the British who previously occupied Palestine. The British Stern Gang destroyed the uh, David, the King David Hotel, killing 150 people, half of them women and children, which is like started the precedent of what that Israel is now doing. They killed 500 children, about the age of your family. In Gaza, just recently, uh, Gaza, in case you at home do not know what it is, is an open-air prison on the coast of the Mediterranean that has been getting smaller and smaller as Israel creates more and more security barriers. They were launching rockets, missiles, and firing tanks into neighborhoods, one time knocking down a 12-story apartment building. That, do, you, do you know about the apartment building that they shelled and destroyed just down to the ground? I'm still stuck with the open-air prison. I think a lot of people in San Quentin want an open-air prison. Well, yeah, yeah, sure. That's a good way. Your contrasts are very good. So anyway, that's basically, I'm going to pull it back now because it seems like I'm getting kind of aggressive. That's not what I want. No, I don't think I you actually, are. I have, I'm good for hard-hitting. Okay, excellent. Because uh, uh, I, I think the way to, to deal with this, uh, since often you, know, you mentioned the Holocaust survivors, and that's exactly what happened. Israel was created by the survivors of the Holocaust. These people had PTSD up the yin-yang. They were What's damaged. PTSD? Post-traumatic stress syndrome. Right. Okay. okay, these were the worst kind of people to, to give a country. Okay, no, seriously. Now, even the, 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 the psychologist who wrote the, the definitive book of the Holocaust experience, he was in Dachau, he survived. And he said, the worst of us survived. The best of us died. Because inside that prison camp, you had to do things to survive that deprived others in there. Now, I totally feel for the people who survived the Holocaust, and I agree that the Jewish people deserve to have a homeland. The initial creation of Israel was 6% of the lands of Palestine. Right. And now it has been reversed. 94% of the land is controlled by Israel. All of the traffic of Palestinians is controlled by Israel. And now Gaza has been giving a restriction diet that actually released how many calories they're allowing per person in Gaza. That's exactly what they did to the Warsaw Ghetto in World War II. Okay, so now, knowing a lot of Jewish people, as I do, in fact, I just did a kosher weekend, a catered a kosher weekend at the place I work, um, Hava Nagila, yeah, have some little mochi after dinner, you know, uh, I know the drill, and I know a lot of them are nice. I can also spot the Israelis walking through like cock on the walk, bullet heads, crew cut. One of them actually came and said, oh, asked me where to put the, put the cup. I said, are you Israeli? How do you know I'm Israeli? <laughs> Seriously, that's how I reacted. I said, I, how do I know you're Israeli? Because you talk like this. Anyway, here's the deal. I want to reach out because I really am serious. I think the only way to save Israel from itself is the Jewish American people. If I, like I'm of Irish descent, so the Emerald Isle. Oh, I've got the you know the thoughts of the poteen and the poetry, and James Joyce, the, the music, fantastic. Of course, we have the troubles, and it's still it's still a troubled place, a place both sides very similar to what we have going on in Israel. Just the fun, the fundamentalists, the hardcore people killing each other, where uh, most of us don't want that to happen. So I've always been against that kind of conflict, and so my thoughts are: is if you want to save Israel, you need the Jewish people have to go look at it. They have to take ownership of it, and they've got to take out the bad stuff. They've got to core out the apple. Because in the last month, Israel has lost $8 billion in international funding due to the way they've been treating these people. Uh, they are trying to use the uh, conflict in the Ukraine 
uh, the conflicts in Syria, the rise of ISIS in Iraq and Syria, to, to uh, cover up their final solution for the Palestinians. They are crushing them. They, even after the end of the Gaza, when the camera is turned away, if you go on to, uh, uh, the, if you read the Guardian website from England, or you go to BBC, or if you go to Russian television, or if you go to RT.com, you'll see that they are still seizing land. They just seized a thousand acres outside of Bethlehem for the settlers. Now, I want to know, do, are you willing, or do you, are you interested in saving, like I tried to save Ireland by trying to stand up and say, both, both extremists on both sides are wrong. And we need to do something, something like what my, my organization that I support is boycott, divest, sanction. Israel's not going to be destroyed. It's not going to happen without the whole world going up. We know that. They've got nuclear weapons, which they stole from America. Israel has been using espionage against America from the beginning. They actually attacked a, a ship in the, during the uh, uh, seven, six day war, they attacked an American ship, 27 casualties. And they knew the ship was here. They said it was an accident. They had flown by earlier and waved to them. So, okay, now these are the things that have happened. We have a, a special relationship. America has a special relationship with Israel. $325,000 an hour has been going to them in aid for 66 years. Well, we haven't given a penny to Detroit, okay? So we have 16 million African Americans living in this country, and a lot of them live in Detroit, okay? That far outstrips the population of Jewish, our Jewish population. Now, this Jewish population, I think, is, like you said, they're contributing. They're just sending money. APAC, the largest lobbying thing. The, 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 the 6% of America's population is Jewish, but the APAC controlled with their lobbying, foreign aid, they get 55% of a foreign aid. What gives? Well, you know, why, why, and then why don't we have any support? So anyway, what do, do you support the boycott, divest, and sanction movement against Israel to stop Israeli apartheid? I don't know enough about it to support it. That is a good point, and that's why I'm here. Boycott, divest, and sanction is very similar to the, op the operations that were taken against apartheid Africa. Are you familiar with South Africa? Do you know? Do you have any information about that? Free Africa. <laughs> you ever heard of Nelson Mandela? Yeah. Nelson Mandela was is was pro-Palestine during his life. He was anti-Israel. Were you aware of that? No. Desmond Tutu anti-Israel's policy, pro-Palestine. I don't think that's real. See, it I is true. Hey, Google it at home. Pause the video and Google it. See, Show them wrong. Thing. What I'm saying is we can justify anything. You can go and find evidence for anything. Nazis. Yeah, you can find evidence that supports... Killer it outfits. A, really nice fashion. You can find evidence that supports that as a... No, no morally, 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 seriously. Back it no, up. No, but here's what I'm saying. It is as silly to hold a Jewish person accountable for the government of Israel as it is to hold you accountable for the American. Touche, and I agree. And I, I, that's why I ask you if you are willing to take action, a political action, a social action, a moral action, like I and you have done against America's actions. I know you didn't support the Iraqi invasion. I did not support the Iraqi invasion. I went to marches. I notified my congressmen and my senators and my president of my displeasure. That's all I'm asking. I'm not asking. I know you cannot make policy, but you can affect policy by your purchasing power and by your direct involvement, your moral courage. Right. So my moral courage is best with starting off with me. Like there is a war silence? inside me. No, not silence. But for me to be the peaceful being, for me to be the person 
who doesn't hit back when anger is raging up in for I'm just asking you not to buy hummus from Israel. I'm not asking you to hit me. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm not buying hummus at all. I don't really like hummus. <laughs> well, that's no excuse. But that's what I'm saying, you know? And, and it's so difficult to take time. And, you know, we could debate that too. But I'm finding for myself, it's so difficult to take time to truly research to the truth of a matter. Because especially in politics. It is so intertwined with chaos and lies and disorder. You know, I think there's people who have viable truths about 9-11. And I put that in my Michael Jackson OJ file. You know what? That's just probably I'm never going to know the truth about that. And I don't want to go crazy trying to dig for the truth. Okay, well, Michael Jackson, OJ... Pretty, pretty much a big difference between that and the Israelis' very, very obvious occupation and displacement of a people. No, here's what I'm saying. So, like, you're stating evidence that they flew by the ship and waved and then went on. I'm believing that's red evidence. That isn't your personal experience. You weren't there on the ship watching Israelis go by and wave. It's red Okay. Evidence. It didn't happen. No, I'm not though, saying though it was well documented, it didn't happen. That's what I'm saying. That there is a lot of well documented evidence out there supporting. Okay, those. so what do you admit has happened in Israel? Because I, are you an Israeli denier? Are you a Palestinian denier? Do you deny that the land that the people were in there, that they were originally in 1948, they were allotted by the UN, they were created, and they were given six percent of the land of Palestine. Right. Is that just myth? No, that's real. And then the Arab nations around them, now I don't know if this is 100% true, this is my understanding of the historical facts. The Arab nations around them told the Arab people, get out of there, because we're going to go in there and desecrate this. Israel's not going to exist in the next month. So leave, we're going to go in, kick their ass, and then come back home. So they all left. Arab went to kick their ass, got their ass kicked. So you and, believe that the Arabs started that war? No, I think this has been going on. Like if we're looking historically, and here's where you get historical dom- documents that go back like four or 5,000 years are kind of sketchy because you start getting into biblical things and, you know, well, this is... Oh, Numbers 35 in the Bible, Old Testament, I know it well. Right. And, uh, Moses came out of the desert and said, go to the land right. of milk and honey and right. slay every Canaanite there, women, children, and men. Right. They are the original originators of the Holocaust, and that's in their book. No, see, that, they're not the originators because you can also go to that book and find the states that were there to slaughter off all the Jews. It has been a mess forever. Like, and here's, you know, do I believe in, um, um, now I just forgot the sons of Adam and Eve. Um, Cain and Abel. Abel. Cain and Abel. Do I believe in Cain and Abel, like personally two brothers? Not really. But I think the premise of that story is since day one, Humanity has had a Okay, well, the reason why I bring up the Old Testament is that is what the settlers who seized the land from the Palestinians, they use that document as the proof. They say that document gives us the right to this land. Just as you have a document that you're saying justifies action because this document says there was a flyby and a happy wave. And then they okay, I'm willing to concede that one. Let's not talk about that. Forget I brought it up. Okay, how about this? How about... 
the displacement, occupation, imprisonment, and murder of Palestinians today, now. Is that happening? Yes, it's happening there. It's happening with American political system. It's happening. America, with America supports Israel. Without America, Israel would not exist. Just even America itself. Like we know that there are heinous acts going under this is for democracy, this is for freedom. But aren't you willing, and you're willing to raise your voice about those? Or is that still I, too much for you? I am, but my voice, I don't think, is very impactful. And here's part of my train of thought here. People, like especially you and I living in Marin County, you can't fucking trip unless you fall into someone with an iPhone, right? And if you trace back what an iPhone's coming from, you're finding a 14 or an 11-year-old kid who's going two miles down into a mine to pull up the stuff that's going to make an iPhone. Is that right? No, it's fucking heinous. But is my voice going to do anything about it right now? Smash your iPhone. I don't have an iPhone. Free Palestine! Yeah! That's what I'm saying. No, okay. So, I get you. I get you. It's true. It's all fucked, so we should just go to the park. No. It's all fucked. So we should just keep looking at ourselves. What am I doing that's fucked up? You know, like this. It's fucking not just iPhones, by the way. It's all phones that have that chemical. Right. Yes. Right. But I'm proud. No, I'm not. Mineral. I'm proud Mineral. to say I'm a white person has a nine-year-old phone. And what yes. That makes, me? that makes me a piece of shit because I still got a phone and some little kid mine for it. Yeah, okay, uh, great, point taken, that's good. We have a lot of things we can pick and choose what we complain about. I choose to complain about this aspect of, of Israel. I, it's coming from my taxes. Uh, those, that building was taken down by an American, American-built F-15, an American-built Stryker missile. I believe it was a Stryker, maybe a Hellfire. Now you're talking about the apartment. The apartment building. And it's, when did it happen? It's happened during the, the most recent Gaza war. And they said in the past couple of weeks. Yeah, about three weeks ago. And uh, they said, well, what we did, we do the rooftop knocking first. We send a small missile, knock on the top of the roof, let the people know to leave. Then we send the, the building crusher. And here's my situation with that. If you know, if you know 100% there's a terrorist, Hamas terrorist in that building, you blow it up. You no, don't knock. No, you do Bin Laden, man. You go in stealthily and take that. I would prefer in. a Navy SEAL do it. You're right. But, so their argument, what I'm doing is they're saying, oh, we warned them. We gave a rooftop knocker. Well, the rooftop knocker, well, that means get out because we know you're innocent. Because if you're guilty, you just kill them. But get out because you're innocent. So they're admitting they're just destroying the infrastructure of a community. Just They pillage the water supply. They, they destroyed the water supply, the electricity plant. The sewage treatment plant. They're just sending them back. And also, there's, you can have interviews on YouTube. You can find with Israeli commanders saying, we are here to kill them because they are Arabs and we are Jews. Members of the military are outrageously religiously driven. This is a holy war. Now, this is what I'm trying to do. Like I said, I know there's a lot of things we can't affect. And there's a lot of parts of our life. Everything we wear. Well, all my stuff is thrift store. So I think it's been purged already. This is a Palestinian kafia that I got at a peace march. Okay, now, I have this kosher weekend that I we had 216 Jews living out at the place I work for two and a half days. They came on Shabbat. They koshered the city, the, the koshered the, the whole place on Thursday. And I left this in my car out of respect for their moment because also I want my job. <laughs> <laughs> 
so I'm a conflicted guy. Um, I, That's... And, and the Zionists, while I'm feeding these people, I hear these young teenagers who go to a, 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 a Jewish high school, of which there are a lot of Jewish high schools in America. They're private schools, and they are madrasas. They are brainwashing these children. I've heard these kids in line for the food, talking, bragging to each other how once they turn 18, they're joining the Israeli Defense Force, and they're going to go kill Palestinians. Word for word, I heard them right, say to each other. Right. And you can find Americans that are saying they're going to do it to the Arabs. You can yes. find Americans that are doing it to the Hispanic. Yes, all those young kids are really great. Our, that same, our military was the same way. They brainwash them. Most of the kids yeah. get brainwashed by Call of Duty. Game I play myself, a lot of fun. But I don't actually go out there and live it. I don't go out there and shoot it. But one thing, I know how dangerous. Call of Duty shows you how dangerous war is. You get your head blown off like every two minutes. That's <laughs> And the landmines, those Claymore landmines, man, you better in a corner, boom! <laughs> so, uh, okay, so here, here's the point, what I'm trying to say, I'm trying to find common ground in which we can uh, address this problem as people and uh, reach out to the, the population of, the 6% of American population of Jews, we say, can you, are you willing to, ch- I want Israel to survive as a happy place like Ireland is my life, my life, my mind. Ireland has gone a long way to solving the problem where members of both sides have gone together to, 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 to solve this. What I keep coming up to is it reminds me of that science. There's someone coming in with lots of boxes. So this may get cut short. It <laughs> might be cut short. But uh, we're, we're tapping into some good stuff here. <laughs> um, remember that science fiction book you gave me? Hold on, so I've got to stop for that. One moment. We'll be right live with Mike. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Live with Mike. So welcome. Go on. on my show. <laughs> Remember that science fiction book that you gave it, where the whole planet was against this little fortress of humans? Like, oh, Dosadi. Is that it? Oh, yeah, that's exactly what we got going on. Anyway. Right. And what was the solution? The guy figured out that it was that aggressive train of thought that was making the planet do it. So what he had to do is go out into the jungle believing it was benign. Not just pretending, truly in his mind, believing it was benign. And that's what I keep coming back to. I have to find true peace within myself. Not imagined peace, not biblical peace, not like truly where I am anywhere, anytime, with anyone, and I'm at peace. And I am at peace with whoever, whatever it is. And then, perhaps, I'll be in a place of change. That's a, a, a generally uh, great thing to wish for. I personally don't think I will ever be at peace with myself. I'm at my, my brain, my conscious and subconscious is constantly uh, at, at odds with itself. It often uh, does things that I can't, you know, I can't really control. I admit that I am a slave to my own being. And I try and I strive and I see that you are, like what you just said, striving to become a better person. And I try to be a, a, become a better person by actively informing people about what I know, double-checking my information, willing to take criticism about information and then getting more information so I can bring it forth to people, and most importantly, using the power of my wallet, the power of my brain and my tongue to convince people to make positive actions because I believe inaction results in nothing. If you, if you, so the BDS movement, boycott, divest, sanction, is, was very effective in South Africa. Artists were asked not to go to perform at Sun City. Um, Leonard Cohen recently went to a concert in Tel Aviv. 
a lot of people on the internet tried to ask him not to go, told him not to go. Pink Floyd, Roger Waters, strongly against Palestine. His against breakthrough. Palestine or against no, thank you. Against Israel, pro-Palestine, against the Wall. The author of one of the most iconic rock and roll albums, The Wall, is against the separation of these people. The the the, the destruction in front of the whole world, very similar to what happened in the 30s with Nazi Germany, down to the point of what you said. There are plenty of Americans who said, "I don't know enough about the Nazis, and so I'd rather just go." To the park. That's a solid point. Good. <laughs> yeah, I'm going on. Yeah, right. I was just thinking that today about how the silence of World War II, like how silent America was. It wasn't even their knowledge of Nazism. It was when Pearl Harbor got bombed when they went, all right, that's enough. Yeah, it wasn't. They weren't even angry at the Nazis. They were angry at the Japanese. A whole right. new thing came up. But yes, so that that's what I'm trying to reach out because I, that's why I opened this whole thing up with uh, how how can we save Israel from itself because <laughs> I believe it's. The two, it's not possible for me. When the IDF, the Israeli Defense Force, when they attack Gaza, they create more Hamas soldiers. When Hamas attacks Israel, they create more, create more IDF soldiers. That is the wrong way to do it. We cannot, I do not support Hamas. I do support uh, President Carter's uh, suggestion that Hamas be recognized by the UN, but that doesn't mean to support them because the UN also recognizes North Korea. Uh, so, there's, what I'm trying to say here is dialogue. Uh, we can't possibly, what, what changed the situation in Ireland was dialogue. Uh, Jerry Adams came to the table. Uh, they, they basically said, we cannot progress with, with uh, rocket launchers and machine guns. We have to have people sitting at the table. So that, whatever success we had in Ireland came from dialogue. So I, I, I recognize that when I accuse IDF of crimes, I have to accuse Hamas of crimes as well. Uh, <clears throat> We won't bother to mention that 500 Palestinians were killed and only one is 500 Palestinian killed, children were killed, and only one Palestinian, only one Israeli child was killed during the recent Gaza war. Um, I also won't mention to say the next thing I'm going to mention. <laughs> Free Scotland! Oh, well, actually, that's an interesting point there, the Scotland issue, because, you know, what's up with that, you know? <laughs> Dudes, I mean, money, like, do you, know how much, afford it. do you know how much money it's going to cost you to run Scotland by yourself? That's why they voted against yeah, it. Yeah, it's like the guy who wants to divide California into six spots. Oh. Fresno would just become, like, the shithole of the world. Yeah, well, there's already a rich guy thinking he knows what's best for the poor. That's yeah, brilliant. yeah, it's not a very good idea. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it brings up a lot of things. So, my, my idea, what I, my goal today is I want to try to convince you of the viability of the boycott like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm so there's a, there an organized, what is it, BS? It's boycottdivestsanction.org, I believe it is. It might be .com. Uh, All right. And... Uh, well, that's great. You've come to a you've come to a, a agreement. We have a dialogue here, and if, if you are watching this video in Palestine or Israel, please have a conversation, videotape it, reach out to uh, those people who have opposing points, and uh, send me a copy at uh, uh, where do I send it to? Yeah, <laughs> ThemesOfReason.com. Things of reason. More don't forget rights. to touch yourself regularly. Uh, and, and, uh, look at the look at the stuff that's scrolling by right down below there. Yeah, that's my email address. Send me an email. Send me the videos that you make uh, in your neighborhood having this kind of dialogue. Thanks for joining Live with Mike. Thanks for being here, Greg. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, always. <laughs> Thanks for being on your show.
Oh yeah, thanks for being. I didn't realize I had a show still. Oh no, your show's been canceled. It's all live with Mike from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Free Palestine! <laughs> My brother. <laughs>